I'm John Moore with KRCU Public Radio, and we're going public today with Cape Toronto County Clerk Kara Clark-Summers. We discuss the current changes to the Missouri election law, including the recent changes to voter photo ID. Missouri has introduced some new voting ID requirements, the photo ID law, and what are the major changes that we can expect for the November election? So the law that went into effect um, on August 28th requires now Missouri voters to show a uh, form of photo ID, and they there's very specific requirements on what forms are acceptable. Um, and a Missouri driver's license, a Missouri non-driver's license, a military ID, which includes the veteran's ID card, um, a passport uh, or military ID, or then any ID that was issued by the United States or the state of Missouri uh, that shows a photograph of the individual, um, also has their name, and an expiration date. So uh, they would have to present one of those forms of uh, photo identification in order to vote in the November 8th general election. Um, the, the law also says that um, it should be a non-expired Missouri driver's license or non-driver's license, but they did put a caveat in the law, a provision in the law that said if it expired after the last general election, which was November 3rd, 2020, so if it expired after November 3rd, 2020, we can still accept that um, on election day. Uh, but the main thing is, is that if somebody does not have one of these forms, they can cast a provisional ballot on election day and still vote. And their vote would count if they, um, if their signature on the envelope of the provisional ballot envelope matched the signature on our voter rolls, then their vote will count. Okay, so that's that's the biggest thing, I guess. At this point, it it would be too um, too late to change that. So the the key thing for people who don't meet those previously stated requirements, they can still have that. Uh, provisional ballot. Well, um, so they would vote a provisional ballot. The ballot goes in a provisional ballot envelope, and they sign that envelope. And if their signature matches the signature when they registered with our office and it matches the signature on our voter rolls, then we will count that ballot. So they need to know that they should not, you know, if they don't have the requirement of photo ID, still come to vote on Election Day and you can cast the provisional ballot, and um, if your signature matches the signature on the voter rolls, then we count that ballot. So we don't want to deter anyone from voting. Um, we want to make sure that everybody has the opportunity to vote if they are a registered voter. What, it, what I did want to talk about also is um, for this election, the, the law did change to allow for no excuse absentee voting. So if anybody wants to come into our office prior um, uh, to the election, if they, you know, if they can't make it to their polling place or they just want to vote in um, in advance of election day, they can, that no excuse absentee voting begins um, October 25th, and that will lead up to the day prior to the election. And you can do that at either office, our main office in Jackson or our satellite office in Cape Girardeau. The um, law also changed for providing that law, um, law enforcement officials, first responders, or healthcare workers can also vote. Um, that is an acceptable reason to vote an absentee ballot, and that begins six weeks prior to each election. So any of those people that weren't able to make it to their polling place on election day, 
um, because of their long hours, those people are allowed now by law to vote an absentee ballot. Um, prior, and that begins six weeks prior to each election, and that's, that's happening now in both of our office locations. Okay. Also, I know that uh, in Cape, at least in Cape Toronto County, and actually probably several locations across Missouri and different townships, the ward's boundaries slightly changed, didn't they? Can you explain a little bit more about that? So with the with the 2020 census, the ward boundaries in Cape, uh, the city of Cape, and and in other jurisdictions changed. Uh, but every voter has been notified if their if their location changed. The city of Cape Girardeau's we didn't get theirs until after we already had the November election activated in our system. So we will not make any changes to anybody's voting jurisdiction in the city of Cape until after the November election. So those voters that were voting um, where they voted prior to, um, you know, where they voted the last time is where they will vote this time. Um, Any any changes made to anybody's voting, they got a letter in the mail saying it changed. But we will not make any changes to the voting precinct boundary lines until after the November. November election for the city of Cape. Okay, so that's that's the biggest uh, thing to remember right now. So those those boundaries will stay for this election. All right. So as far as the precinct voting lines, yes. Correct. Correct. Um, there's obviously several different ballot measures um, on the on the ballot this time. Um, yes. One of those involves, I believe, the state constitution. Can you explain? more about that? Well, we um, anyone can view a sample ballot on our website at capecountyvotes.com because there's several um, constitutional amendments on the ballot, and I encourage everybody to read through those and familiarize yourself with those. Um, there's also a copy of the fair ballot language um, provided by the Secretary of State's office on the website at capecountyvotes.com that people should be familiar with, um, and that will kind of tell them what a yes vote does and what a no vote does on each of those constitutional amendments. Um, The biggest thing with this photo ID law, you know, we want to make sure the Secretary of State's office is assisting people in obtaining an ID free of charge for voting purposes and non-driver's license if um, if people want to get that, they can contact the Secretary of State's office and they will assist in that. But we want to just make sure that people understand that if they don't have one of these acceptable forms, we will vote. Uh, they can vote a provisional ballot, and we will not turn anyone away um, without offering that provisional ballot. So if anybody has any issues or any questions, we want them to contact our office at 573-243-3547 because we want to make sure that everybody is able to vote in this November 8th election that is registered to vote. CapeCountyVotes.com. CapeCountyVotes.com. And that will take you right to our election website, and you can – then you can see what's on your, you know, the sample ballot and any other questions about voting. We've been going public with Kara Clark Summers, the Cape Toronto County Clerk and now president of the Missouri Association of County Clerks and Election Authorities about the recent changes to Missouri election law and voter ID requirements. Find more going public interviews on the Going Public podcast or at krcu.org. If you have questions about this program, or any other going public interviews, email comments at krcu.org.